This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We're trying to do this podcast without headphones now because I don't think I really need it. <laughs> oh really? I get pretty loud though, David. Do you? Yeah. Let me see. Go ahead. Test you your remember, stuff. Remember, I'm like a cancel lady that just like screams almost of the time. <laughs> Dude, can you believe this shit? I can't believe all this shit was just happening all at once. See? That's perfect. Okay, cool. That's fine. Yeah. We'll forget. We got audio stuff. <laughs> but today's a special guest. We have a returning guest, man, because, you know, we actually recorded two episodes before, but I, I forgot to record the audio on it, so we didn't get to put it up. <gasps> Is that what happened? That's what happened. Dude, legit, I just thought, I was like, oh. I oh, no, guess, it's not, I oh. guess I guess the content wasn't good enough. No, it wasn't that the audio was fucked up. It's because my, my card died, and so I didn't realize that. And so when I put it in, everything was invalid, and all the files <gasps> died in it. Yeah. So none of it went up? I thought one of them at least went One up. of them did, but I switched the cards in between. Because oh. I used to, every time I did a take, I used to switch cards out. Yeah. So thank God I did because yeah. we got to keep that one take. So now you're here. Wow. I don't even know what we talk. I mean, whatever. It's okay. It's totally yeah, cool. dude. The lady from JK who never Hi. wanted to be on camera in the first place, but she's on camera now, dude. Hey, given I was blessed with the opportunity. With, blessed with an opportunity. Mm-hmm. She started off with one JK member. She weaseled away in. <laughs> and now she's here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's how I started. So we were, we were talking. We were having lunch. And Julia has this. Uh, we have this ritual where every time we hang out, we go get a massage. <laughs> So so today I thought I was going to be pretty good about it because uh, I was like, ooh, man, finances are a little tight, right? It's like, but I'm seeing David and I haven't seen David in a while. And I feel like it's been about a year since we actually hung out one-on-one. Yeah. And it was around the same time as last year when we filmed Genius Brain Podcast yes, as it well, was. too. Yeah. And I just remember as I was driving over to see you, I was like, man, you know what sounds good right now? A massage. <laughs> Dude, we, we always go to the same place, and if you get a couple's massage, mm-hmm. you get $20 off. <laughs> so it's it's so fucking good, dude. But we go every time, and every time this bitch gets a massage, it's the funniest thing. Because <laughs> if you guys have never gotten an Asian massage before, basically what happens is these these tiny little Asian women, they fuck you up. They they will, But for her, she's completely fine. She has a really high threshold for pain. So for me, I was falling asleep through about, I say about 30 minutes of it. And the woman started stepping on my calves. <laughs> and I, you know, let a little, it should fucking hurt. But I wake up to the sound of her going, can you go harder, please? Like, I don't understand. Why do you, why, I don't understand. This shit hurts. It feels good. Like the amount of the amount of pressure is the harder, the better, because I just feel like it just releases all the tension. But I, I, I did hear you sleep. You were like literally this. You're like. And then as soon as the lady stepped on your caps, you're like. Oh, no, that just fucking hurts so bad, dude. This bitch got me, dude. They have really strong ladies, man. Like I, I remember before I, I used to get, you know, 
you know, like at Massage Envy and a lot of those like white people massages mm-hmm. and even some of their like sport massages, it doesn't feel as hard as an Asian massage. Really? Yeah. Like Asian massages kind of go really hard, but it really depends. Like if you go to a specialist, they'll really work into like knots and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Asian people, I think, always go a lot deeper. Dang. I don't know. I, I always feel like I want them to go harder. <laughs> How hard do you want it? You want them to hit your rib cage? Like what do you want? Uh, I just want a good enough pressure to release my knots. But I, I know knots take time to kind of release, you know? But it's just like, I just wanted to like, just get in there and just rub right in there. I don't know. Just You're like, fucking crazy. Because even when I give you massages sometimes, like yeah. you really just like right there, right? And I dig into it and you're like a little harder. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> God damn it, dude. Like, you need to give me a tip after this. It's just exhausting. I give like Bart massages and then it doesn't, you like it even harder than Bart likes it. Really? Yeah. I don't know, Bart. Whenever I try to massage Bart, he's just one solid rock. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even think my thumbs are effective at this point. Yeah, you have to put body weight on him because he's so just muscular. Yeah. Like, there's no gap in his body. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, like, my body feels like a bag full of jello. Like, his body feels <laughs> like a big ass piece of brisket. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you just have yeah. to try to work that muscle, and it's super hard. Yeah. So apparently, we found out, I only found out recently just because I haven't been on JK Party. It's oh, since like yeah. its first inception back in the day. Mm-hmm. And like JK Party was never really my thing. So I never wanted to come on. <laughs> so, um, well, you were featured on it because of behind the scenes because of uh, some JK skits. Oh, that was the original. Because mm-hmm, JK Party was meant to be behind the scenes yeah. for JK Films. And then eventually we added like adventures into it. So it will be going out to places to eat or places to visit. And mm-hmm. then we slowly started to integrate challenges into it and then became like a game show. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was like Mafia. That was like one of the bigger, yes. bigger things, which is which is so funny because I didn't know people didn't know th- about the game Mafia until because it was a church game. So I used to mm-hmm. play it at church all the time, which is so weird because it's about gangsters shooting innocent people. True. I mean, it, at, could, be, it could be generally anything. I mean, the fun part about Mafia um, isn't so much the discovery for me anyways, the fun part about Mafia was it depended on who was telling the story. The storyteller were, was always the most exciting person because they would make it funny or not funny. Yes. You know, and, so, and you're a great moderator. <laughs> yeah, so I was, the, I was the first person who in, introduced Mafia to the group. It was, it was specifically, I think it was at uh, Danielle's house. It's when Danielle used to be a part of JK. Mm. And then I in- introduced the game of Mafia there. Damn, I don't think I was there for that time. You were not around there at the time. Yeah. So that's that was before. That's pre X Blue Apples day. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was before you. And then since then, like JK Party became that thing where you guys were always playing Mafia, and it was like yeah. a super fun thing. But yeah. it was it was one of those things. So it's like it's a game, but sometimes people get heated at it because like you get so mad when people try to kill you. It's like no motherfucker, I'm not Mafia. I'm a fucking nurse. <laughs> that's how competitive everyone is. Yeah. What are you going to miss the most about JK Party? Oh, there's so many things I'm going to miss. I think I'm going to definitely miss seeing everybody at least once a week. Mm. Yeah, once a week. I mean, minus all the prep work and like the post work of it. I really enjoy just seeing everyone the day of and just literally playing games. Yeah, that was it. It, it was it was just a fun time. And I, I love the idea that, oh, hey, I'm going to work today. What are you doing at work? Games. Yeah. Yeah. H- how long were the shoots for JK Party? Oh, they would start around 10 and then we would end around 6. So about maybe 8 hours with Damn, the that's a long between. fucking day, yeah. dude. I guess 7 hours with one lunch. One one hour yeah. lunch in between. Yeah. That's pretty fucking long. That's like mm-hmm. a JK Newsday almost. Yeah. Yeah, we try to pack as many videos as we can within a day. Damn. So how many how many videos would you guys shoot? 
Uh, we would try for at least six videos, and then if we go and go up to eight or nine, that would be great. Damn. Yeah. So, when, when what were you doing for JK Party specifically? Because originally you were were you just a cast member? Yes, I was a cast member, and then eventually, um, as Gio and Michael was transitioning out, I was brought in to kind of help test out games because I just had more time, and I just told them, "Hey, if you guys ever need anything, I can always help." You guys and so they're like, yeah, cool. Come on in, uh, test out some games with us. See what you think. See what you like. Um, do you think that it'll, it's part of the brand or not part of the brand? And so I was a part of the, those those meetings. And then eventually it became like, okay, cool. So we're gonna leave JK Party, and then JK Party's gonna go into like your guys' hands. And we're like, oh, okay. Oh wow, wow, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, like it, initially, like Ant wanted to to take it over. Yeah. And then, so he asked me and B-Choy to help him out with it. Mm-hmm. And then from there, and transitioned, and then it was me and B-Choy. Oh, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, the the interesting thing, too. Like, when, when people see videos online, they don't understand the the work that kind of goes behind it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, with JK2, there was a time where all of us really had a, uh, you know, things were going really well. And then we just, we expanded a lot. Yeah. Right? So I expanded it was a into huge my boom. It was a huge boom. We had those yeah. two huge offices. There was that huge set, which people don't even realize how big that fucking set mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was such an interesting time, and it was just a lot to handle too. I think in terms of like having to create those games and have them be that consistent. Because before in YouTube, like if you did one video a week, you were fine. Right. But algorithmically, it doesn't make any sense more. It's about frequency now. So I think you guys went from doing like a video per week mm-hmm. to doing multiple videos per week. And I was like, how the fuck are you guys going to keep up with this shit? <laughs> we figured out a way. We figured out a way. And um, yeah, it was one video to two videos to three. And then I think we got up to either five or six videos released a week on Party. Mm. Yeah. And no more, no more, no more JK Party now, man. It's time to move on. Yeah, time to move on. So Start what's your next chapter. move? You know, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a lot of things are up in the air. I'll probably stay on YouTube with my own channel. Or either that, actually, like, maybe find a job in something that I've always wanted to do, which is production for animation. But we'll see. You have vlogs from, like, seven years ago, bitch. I have not seen I, a single one. Where the fuck are they? Wow. Thanks for keeping up with my channel. Um, How many the, vlogs have you put up since the, then? Uh, the last video that I put up was about me making my own boba drinks. Thank you very much when, for when supporting, did that come David. Out? <laughs> when did that come out? That came out in... November, mid-November. It's, that's hell a long time ago. And then before that, what was your previous video? Actually, I don't remember. Exactly. What the hell are you talking about, dude? <laughs> you still have all your Damn old it. vlogs. I just want to prove you wrong. But no, no, I get it, though. I get it. You that's... just post all your old vlogs because you look so different in them. People I've had a flashback Friday series, but it seemed like nobody was really that interested in it. They just wanted to know what was happening now. Yeah, but you never promoted it, though. Uh, I guess so, yeah. You weren't really promoting because I didn't know about it. <sighs> okay, well, look, I got a lot of footage. I got a lot of footage. You have a lot of footage. I remember you bought the whole camera and everything. And I, then uh, <laughs> I like, Dude, I, I, you know what? I have not even posted about Tiff and Casey's wedding yet, but I had like great footage. Oh of that my <laughs> God. That was a long time ago. You were ago. vlogging at Casey and Tiff's wedding and you don't have, a you, little didn't, bit. you didn't post any of it? No. You should. I'm so, I'm actually curious because I want to know what that's like because I think that's the cool my thing about, yeah, vlogging is cool in a sense of. I kind of like it within that group setting because everybody has a different perspective, even though it was the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Because there was a time where um, I started vlogging and yeah. then I kind of mentioned it over to Bart and Joe and I was telling them about why vlogging is important mm-hmm. because of how 
it, it kind of like, it helps you connect to fans a lot. And that's why right. I originally liked vlogging a lot. And then I got tired of it, so I stopped doing it. But then, right. you know, Bart and Geo, they fucking smashed at it. They were killing it. Hell yeah. And Daily then, vlogs. Dude, dude, I thought that was insane. I was like, whoa. Dude, and Joe, Joe was like smashing at it too. He was doing such a great job, mm -hmm. you know. And then now I think like... um it kind of moved I, – I, I moved away from that too, but it was a great way for people to kind of like connect to their fans aside from their regular content, right? Right. And then uh, vlogging was like such a huge craze. Everybody and their mom was fucking vlogging. You know, I felt like out of all the vlogs within JK or the JK friends, mm -hmm. yours was the most beautiful one. Well, I put too much time into mine. <laughs> like if you look up – if you guys know, I like I went to Taiwan. I did this whole mini like Taiwan series. I loved it. It was beautiful. I nearly fucking died shooting that shit though, because I brought I brought all my own lobs. By the way, the audio I did myself, the the shooting I did myself. So I I was carrying like, fifty pounds would be exaggerating, but it was a very mm -hmm. very large backpack filled with lenses that I would shoot every day, dump unload, dump unload. And I got really hyped when I went to Taiwan because I was like, I want to do this. But I got roughly about four or five videos out of it. But then after the that was only for about three or four days of shooting. But mm. I was there for about two weeks because I couldn't do it anymore because it was killing my back, like carrying <laughs> all this equipment. So I just stopped shooting. But it was, it was fun while it lasted. What did Mariel think? Because I knew I know that you were traveling with her. You know, I think she enjoyed it. But this is where we also find out when Mariel and I found out that we we couldn't really work together. Right. So anybody out there who knows like. In theory, it's always great thinking like, oh, I can work with my partner. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of like dips and caveats that you don't really see. Like, for example, like being in love with somebody and hanging out with them is different than being the more informed one in the group and where you're telling them what to do as a boss. Oh, I see. That's where it becomes different, right? Yeah. And like if Mariel and I worked on something together, I wouldn't really be her boss, but I would be the person who has 10 plus years experience in entertainment. So my opinion would matter more, mm -hmm. right? In terms of like certain things, right? That it comes to, to, to what we're developing. However, because she's my girlfriend, my opinion doesn't mean shit sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. Because there's feelings. Feelings matter now. So, for example, let's say we were shooting something. I'm not saying she did this, but I could already foresee it because it happens in our personal relationship a lot. So let's say like there's like a, a part of a video that goes mm -hmm. um, that I don't really like. I'm like, that's not a really good shot. Like the lighting's really bad. Uh, I think we should trash it because it's not good. Well, I'm guessing what would come out is, I guess. You know, and then I'll be, I'll be like, what you mean, I guess, right? I don't think it's a good shot. She goes, no, you just don't, you just don't like, you know, and anything that I shot, you think it's all bad. So whatever, it's okay. And then it's going to lead to this other fight where it goes like, why do you got to talk to me like that? Work is work. Work is work. And our relationship is our relationship. She's like, no, you just don't like anything I do. And then we'll just start getting into a fight. So I'm like, I don't want to touch this. This podcast is brought to you by Fiverr, my friend. Let's talk about freelance talent for your business or project because finding the right freelancer can be time consuming and it can be frustrating and expensive. Well, Fiverr has your back because thanks to Fiverr, finding the right freelancer doesn't have to be a struggle. I have struggled finding freelance work because number one, sometimes when you don't have people like Fiverr on your back, you have to set up these random guidelines. You don't know when you're going to get these projects. Well, Fiverr kind of makes everything easy. So before I even pick out an artist, well, I look at their art and then I see when they can deliver 
the uh, said projects that I need, at what time, what cost, and what assets I receive. It's all laid out there. You don't have to think about much. You just have to think about if you want their service or not in the due time that they say they can deliver. And then, my friends, you are good to go. 24-7 customer service. You'll know exactly what you're paying for upfront. No negotiating needed. Take five and check out fiverr.com and you will receive 10% off your first order by using my code GB. It's so easy. Don't waste any more time and get the service you deserve by going to fiverr.com code GB. Fiverr, it starts here. Because it happened a little bit when we were, um, when I was helping her with her Instagram uh-huh. and I saw a glimpse, I yeah. saw a glimpse of how we could fight. So I decided not to do it. Yeah. 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 Oh uh, yeah. But I mean her, her, her other, <clears throat> the Instagram that's like made public. Yeah. I feel like it looks real good. Yeah. It I mean, she's just having, good. having fun with it. And then, um, Instagram became such a job though. You know, it wasn't, Did she get, was she getting brand deals too? Yeah. She gets brand, more brand deals than I do. Nice. You know, I mean, they're, they're smaller brand deals, but people always inquire because girls sell better than, than guys do. Mm. You guys always do better. I don't know. I guess so. I mean, I can see it. I can see it. I, I think for me, it's just like, I think in my head, I'm always feeling, oh, you're not worthy of these brand deals. You have great, you have a really strong uh, following, though. Your following is fucking strong. There's a lot of girls who, you know, have your similar following, but Mm -hmm. they don't get the same amount of interactions. I think that's the difference is that people who follow you and like you, they, they, they genuinely like die hard for you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, you could tell by like interactions on your Instagram because those people who have like 2 million followers, but they get like. 8,000 likes, 7,000 likes. The That's ratio doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Because they don't, I don't think they really connect with people very well. And then a lot of their photos are them being cool versus them being themselves. Yeah. And that's the hard part, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, because for you when, you, when you came onto this uh, platform, did you find it hard to, did you feel like you had to be somebody else or did you find it hard to be yourself? I would say a little bit of both because um, when I first joined in, I kind of knew who I was, but then I was open to try to be a different person or to form into a different person. And I, I would say there was a good amount where I would post photos that I was just excited about, like genuinely excited. Like, oh, this is so fun. I just want to share it. Right. And then there are times where I was like, oh, I think this photo would do well because it's kind of like a callback or a reference to what we did. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it was a little bit of both. But. I try to keep it to my own voice and I try to keep it to what I like. So the way that I like to treat my Instagram is memories I love to share. Oh. Yeah. How often do you post? Mm, If I'm making a lot of great memories every day. But if not, then maybe I'll try at least like minimum once or twice a week. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's hard for me to post that often. Like I'm I'm trying my best, you know, but it's because... I mean, it's cool that people want to know what's going on and we want to share this information with everybody. But then sometimes it's hard because like I feel like it's being forced. Yeah. And I don't I, and I never did Instagram for it to be a business opportunity. It was right. just because I wanted to share photos and share my life because I thought it was really cool versus Facebook at the time when Facebook, if you were sharing your life, yeah, there was photos, but it was through status updates. Mm-hmm. Right. You would write it down. But with pictures, pictures say a thousand words. You don't have really have to say much. You just have to photo it. Right, right. And then people could see it. And now we're like in a society where you could kind of like lie about how you're doing and how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And it always made me feel disingenuous. So it's like if I was upset and even now if I'm fucking pissed or upset, I'm not going to post a happy photo. I- same, same. So like if I'm not feeling so hot, I'm like, uh, I, I don't really want to 
post anything on Instagram. Yeah, but I know a lot of people who do that. Like they'll like I'll literally see them and they'll get into a fight with like their significant other or they'll get into a car crash or oh, whatever, no. right? And then oh, the next no. photo is that I see like ten minutes later. It's dude, life is great. You know what I mean? Just chilling in the sun today. And I'm like, bitch, you got into a seven car pileup. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's you know I, I feel like sometimes it's hard for people, especially like in your case, because I don't think you ever came into the space to be somebody in entertainment. And it yeah. just kind of became something that you fell into. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a nice surprise, I would say. I, like, even though I didn't come in to, to, yeah, to be in entertainment or to be like a face or some sort of influencer, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm very blessed to even have that opportunity because the only reason why it happened was um, I think it was for a JK party game or something. And I remember the guys and, and Gio were like, oh, we need a girl. Julia, you go up. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, me? And I was like, just behind the camera. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need more girls in there. I'm like, okay. So I just went in there. Because like, I mean, to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to try it. It looks fun, right? And I tried it. And they're like, yeah, cool. We're just going to have you in front of camera. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, it was kind of like that. And then I think I think what also helped with that part of that transition, too, was hosting JK News, too. Oh. Yeah. And we all know what happened with that. Do people still leave comments on that shit to that video? They... <laughs> I know, right? Dude, you know what? Like, ever since that came out, a lot of people tried sending me apologies. Like, dude, I was so young. Like, I didn't realize that all the hateful things I was saying. And I was like, look, man, you said what you meant. Yeah. That's fine. You know, yeah. like, you want me for like to forgive you for what? For yeah. having your own opinion about, like, how you feel about me? Yeah. So, like, to me, I was just like, I don't really know how to respond to it because I don't think there's really anything to respond to. and But that just goes to show too. And when I tell people this, I don't think people truly understand. Mm-hmm. I said that people who say things in the moment, people who say things on YouTube like that, yeah. and have such a harsh thought, a, 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 an opinion about somebody, what they see through these random videos, and they go out their way to write long diatribes about why they hate somebody, or they're usually really young, yeah. they're super young, or they're fucking dumb old people. So just let it be. Like, what's going to happen? And people are allowed to have their opinions on things. Yeah. But, you know, when we sit there and we let these comments um, kind of eat us up, that's when we kind of lose. Right. Right. And right. It, but it's it, not to say it's not hard. It's fucking difficult sometimes because mm-hmm. sometimes you just want to find them and fuck them up. Right. Like, I've, I, I've had <laughs> dreams where I, I had a dream once where. I had a dream that, and it stemmed from this fucking video that I saw this guy Chester C. do. Okay, yeah. Right? And basically what happens is like in, in the video, he finds somebody who leaves a bad comment and makes them delete it, right? Uh-huh. And in my dream, I think I watched that video and that that night, it had to be that because that was the only thing I was, I, I thought that video was fucking hilarious. Right. But I had a dream literally that I found somebody that could find where somebody lives through their IP address. I found this fucking person and it was like some jackass, like 18 year old kid. <laughs> And I fucking beat the shit out of an eighteen year old, and it felt fucking great. And I was—I don't know when that when I had this dream, but it was like a few years ago, right? So I'm like eighteen. I mean, I'm still in my twenties. Yeah, I mean, like I can still fuck you up. I guess. I mean, are you proud so of I that literally, moment? Yes, I beat the fucking shit out of this eighteen year old in my dream, and wow. I made him apologize. And then in that dream, I made his parents apologize to me for raising a piece of shit kid. Oh, okay. Well, and that, I woke up with cool. a fucking boner because it was so powerful. I was like, I feel powerful as fuck, you piece of shit. Wow. Yeah, but that's I like how you created your own fan in your own head, created the age and I everything. beat the sh- living fucking shit 
out of a child. It felt great. No, he's not a child. He's 18. He's a fucking adult. He knows better. Yeah, it's yeah. hard because like I, I think sometimes we, when somebody does fucked up things, we always tell them like, oh, it's because they're young. But then I, I always wonder like, what's that? What's the line that we get to hold them accountable for the things that they yeah, say? Exactly. Exactly. I don't really know. Like for me, I feel like it has to be, I think everybody has to be accountable to a certain extent. Even if they're young and they fuck up and they're saying it when they're young, they, you still have to be held accountable for you at that age. There's mm-hmm. a lot more forgiveness when you're younger, but you you still have to be accountable for that shit. Right, exactly. Right? So like, I don't know. It was just really weird to receive a lot of those apologies. Be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I said mean things to you, but I don't mean it now. And I'm like. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You said what you said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, and it's fine. Own opinion. Yeah, and you know, JK, I think JK News' demographic is a lot younger. So yes. it's like. They're still figuring themselves out. They're still figuring themselves out. Yeah. And kids always say like a lot of dumb shit. I said a lot of dumb shit when I was that age. So can't really hold that against them because I expect people to forgive me for the things I said when I was younger. Right. I say a lot of dumb shit when I was younger, man. I still say dumb shit now as an adult. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why JK News was the best. I said all my opinions and they're like, that's wrong. I'm like, you're probably right. It probably is wrong. <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I don't really fucking know. I'm just saying things. Whether you guys find it entertaining or not is really up to you. Yeah, yeah, but I also find that you're stubborn too. I guess. I can be stubborn, but I'm. St- you know why I'm stubborn? Because I'm stubborn about opinions because they're just opinions. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's really odd when we live in a space where people go, um, well, people can't understand when something is an opinion yeah. about stuff. And if they're if they feel like I'm wrong about it, that's okay too. Like yeah. I'm not mad at you for thinking I'm wrong. But yeah. your opinions shape who you are as a person and how you think and how you carry yourself. So like if it's something – if a person admires for who you are and then you just say one thing that they completely disagree with, it's kind of like, oh, fuck, I never knew that David was this kind of person. Well, you can go fucking die for all I care. <laughs> how about oh. that? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. I mean, I mean, I'm joking, obviously, but yeah. if you're, that's that's the other thing, other side of it too, right? And this is something that I've been, you know, I've only came to a realization recently about why fandom annoys me a lot, right? K-pop stands, people mm-hmm. who sh- extremely love sports, yeah, people who live and die by hobbies and stuff like that, like hardcore gamers or whatever. It's not that I dislike the people; they they have a habit in themselves that I don't like about human beings. Right, which is when people who can't say separate themselves from something that's not reality, right? So you set your identity into a hobby versus investing into yourself. Oh. It's a so their their hobby becomes their identity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If BTS is crying, I'm crying. If, <laughs> okay. If, if you're making fun of BTS, you're making fun of me, right? Right. Rather than saying. Oh, it's okay. They don't like K-pop. They can think it's whatever the word is, fucking dumb, stupid, faggy, whatever that is. It's okay because they don't have to like. So, well, why do you have to not like it? Mm -hmm. They don't have to like the shit that you like. They can think it's dumb, stupid, whatever negative taboo word that they want to use, call it retarded or whatever. Yeah. They go, well, why do they have to say that? Why can't they? Right? That's true. Yeah. You know, but what happens is that people identify themselves in their hobbies so much, they think that it's like, oh, you're saying that because you don't understand what this is. You don't know what it does for me. Well, now we're talking about something different. You're you're mad at somebody for disliking something that you like because it helped change your life. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It did that for you. It doesn't have to do that for them. And they can still think that what you're doing is dumb. Just move on from it. That's, That's why I don't like fandom. It's not so much K-pop fans or whatever, right? Because I listen to Korean music all the time. It's just anybody who kind of sets their identity into something else. I think that to me is is sad. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're talking shit about the gamer community. The gamer community? You're not an oppressed group, bitch. You know what I mean? What the fuck are you talking about? You're like trying to gain civil rights for what, a gamer group? Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Same thing with people who are hardcore like MMA fans. Mm-hmm. I love MMA too, but they're like, or like when a sports team wins, they go, we finally won. We? <laughs> what do you mean we? You weren't there. Uh, the support uh, made them present in the team. I life. guess. Yeah. Without the fans' support, the team would not have any like good morale. You know. Yeah, and I think too is because I'm around a group of people who don't really have that, right? Like oh. we like sports, right? But for example, like we had, a, I had a conversation with, um, uh, you know, a lot of a couple of the guys that we trained with, and one of the guys is Nick, and this guy named Alex. Like, Alex is a fucking Conor McGregor hater. He thinks he's fucking trash. He's mm. like, he's just hyped up. He had a few great fights with Eddie. Al- he had that one fight where he knocked out Eddie, kicked Eddie Alvarez's asses. He ass and he knocked out Aldo, and he goes, "Well, what has he done since then?" And you know, that's his argument. But you know, and Nick disagrees. Nick's like, no. He is an amazing fighter. People have trouble with his left hand. They can't deal with how he adapts. Like there's a lot of people who say they could do low kicks and the, and they'll they'll take Conor McGregor out, but they mm-hmm. haven't been able to. Mm-hmm. You know, he did a great job against Habib, even though he, the people say he got mauled in the third round. He looked really great. He was actually out striking him. So they all have these like, disagreements, but nobody gets in their feelings and goes, "Fuck you." <laughs> That's true. That's you know what true. I mean? That sounds like a very adult and mature conversation. Exactly. So a nice debate. Yeah, and it yeah. doesn't even have to be a debate. It's just more like these are my opinions and these are my thoughts. So, like, Nick doesn't identify himself with being a huge Conor McGregor fan. He doesn't go like, you don't like Conor McGregor. You clearly don't know MMA. You're fucking dumb. Are you saying that I'm not good? Like, that's right. the type of fandom I dislike, right. right? Because now we're not having a conversation about the things we like. Now you're putting into your own personal fucked up issues mm-hmm. because you identify with this group that's a music group or you identify with the sports team that way. Or, or even sometimes it happens like that with food, right? right. right? Yeah. Like people get mad when they go, I don't like Vietnamese food. Well, what don't you like about Vietnamese food? Maybe the person doesn't fucking like <laughs> Vietnamese food. Let them not like it or maybe show them something better. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any like hobbies that you really like like that? Mm, not to that extreme. No, no. I mean, like I like I like baking, but that's my baking that you guys are kind of talking about. Right. So like whenever I bake something, I remember I brought in a fruit tart and I was like, David, you should try. It. You're like, no, nah, man, I can't have it. And I was like. David. And I ate it for you, you David, bitch. <laughs> my heart, my heart is sinking because I put my whole heart and soul into it, and you just refused me just like that. And I ate it, and it was delicious. Yeah, you did eat it. Yeah. I, I did eat it. It was mm-hmm. very delicious. Mm-hmm. And I made you mochi waffles too. Yeah, you like that too. That was good too. You, you make really good desserts. Thanks. I think like that's your shit. Like you like you Thanks. like sweets. Like that's your thing. I love sweets. <laughs> <laughs> I love sweets. I love desserts, and like I always like to try out different kinds mm-hmm. um, because I don't know. One day, one day, I, w- I want to, like, try a few recipes out and see, like, if I can make something out of it. Yeah, and that's fun. And I think, too, like, if if, if we wanted to bring an example of, like, like you really like baked goods and desserts, right? Yeah. Desserts, fucking Korean guy over desserts. here. <laughs> and then you make this dessert, right? And then I eat it. Let's say I eat it and I hate it, right? right. And I tell you that I hate it. Yeah. Right? I think that's a little different. If people we want to make a comparison versus like fandom of music, sports or whatever, right. because that's like it's more like I put my heart and soul into this. So it sucks that this person who I gave right. a piece of myself to didn't like it that I care about. Right. right. Versus this other because you actually created you had a hand in this. Right. And the reason why I don't 
understand it as well, I guess, with like something like a music group, right? right? No, I totally get what you're talking about. Yeah. And, I, and I think for me, it's just like I wouldn't really be able to, relate, to relate to that because I, I, I don't go to that extreme. But I've seen it. I've seen people get offended on the things that they like but that I don't like. And I'm just like, okay. Chill. <laughs> yeah, I'm very chill about <laughs> it. I was like, hey. You know, you 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 live your life. This is what you like. You you go do that. You know, yeah. I don't need to be a part of this. You know, I make jokes about it all the time, but I don't actually feel a certain way, right. right? And I think like when I started to be like, oh, they actually feel a certain way. I thought people sometimes when they don't like K-pop or something, mm-hmm. they go like, I don't understand why people like these fucking these fucking you know cookie cutter surgery face boys or something. They'd say some shit like that, right? Like let's, right. let's say that's the comment, and they just people go off. Right. Yeah. Like I understand if somebody goes, what? You don't like that shit? That music's fucking dope. You know, you could disagree. Right. right? right, you, right. Get, you can get like passionate about it. But people are like, how fucking dare you? We are human beings, too. We're people, too. We're people. What are you talking about now? The community, David. Man, the com- shut the fuck up. How about it's that? It's the community. It's the camaraderie that they have that uh, oh, over the people, shared hobby. Hey, let me let me tell you that, guys this. Right. <laughs> these people don't give an actual fuck about you. How about that? They don't. They really don't. So they only care about you if you only care about the same things they care about? I guess so. Oh, I see. I guess. They don't. <laughs> maybe some of the, maybe some of these like basketball players or whatever, they care about you a lot if, if, you, if that makes you feel better. Yeah. But if you could take yourself away and just really enjoy the hobby and have the fandom, dress in the clothes, put the makeup mm-hmm. and the glitter on your face or whatever and enjoy it like that, cool. But allow people not, also not to like your hobby and there will be people who don't like your stuff and you have to be okay with that too. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, them not liking what you like doesn't oppress you, doesn't take away any civil rights from you, doesn't do anything like that. So, What, what if you really care about that person's opinion? What, what then? Who cares? Then? This podcast is brought to you by Purple, my friends. Purple mattress done bless my body up so good. I've never slept so well in my life. That is a power. That is a power of a purple mattress. <laughs> yes, purple mattresses have been one of the biggest blessings in my life because I was sleeping on a crap box before, a huge crap box, and I had no idea how important sleep was to me. I had no idea how much back comfort was to me when it came to sleeping, um, and the purple mattress proved everything that I thought wrong. I thought I needed to sleep on a slab of rock in order to sleep better because I was told that by old ancient Asian people, and guess what? It's different. It's not for me. I need a mattress that feels right for me, that keeps me cool at night and has actual rocket scientists develop the material behind it. And that's a purple mattress, baby. So my friends, a hundred night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund back by a 10-year warranty, free shipping, and returns. You're going to love Purple, and right now my listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress that's in addition to the great gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B-R-A-I-N to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. If you if you straight up told me, yo, Julia, baking is still stupid right i mean obviously I, I, won't, I won't feel it but like what if i'm just like oh, david i really care about you as a person how dare you say something about that to me i'll be like what the hell's wrong with you <laughs> okay like, relax <laughs> i don't like baking all right it's great your stuff tastes good but i don't like baking Whatever, boom and david. then you will never bake me anything ever again i know never again, never again. <laughs> that's exactly what would happen <laughs> so i'm saying but yeah. you know but that's also based on like you and i having a personal relationship right of course people who like 
these hobbies don't have a personal relationship with anything. That's true, stuff. legit. I think last time, I don't know if it made the cut last time, but uh, we were talking about new cars and there was a car that I was interested in, which was the Hyundai Ionic. Oh, and yeah. you totally shitted on me for that. And I was like, fuck you, David. Like, I she love got that anyways. car. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, yeah, you you, you offended me. Yeah, that's a great example. You offended me on that. And I she was like, anyways. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck because this car, I like this car for X, Y, Z reasons. Exactly. And she got it anyways. Yeah, I did the, get it anyways. And it was yeah. the best choice she ever made. Yeah, dude, I love my car. That's I what I'm saying. And that's what matters. It. It's in the color that I want. And um, the, the trim the trim level, like, it. they had three different kinds. They had the base one, the middle one, and the top one. The top one would have been nice, but I knew that it was a lot harder to get it in the color blue. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was totally cool with the middle trim. And, like, oh, my God, David. David, I get like 52, 53 miles per gallon, man. And I also get electric miles. Yeah, see, she's super hyped about her choices. And I'm really glad that she got it. But as you can see, (laughs) even though we disagreed about something that she really, really liked. He called it a shit car. I did not say shit car. I said it it looked like shit. That's that's different. It's completely different. It's a great, great hybrid car. It is. Especially because it's a plug-in hybrid, which I love plug-in hybrids. The, The vehicle that I was actually waiting for before I got my new car was actually the Prius Prime. I mean, not the Prius Prime. The uh, RAV4 Prime is okay. fucking dope. It has 300 horsepower. It goes yeah. like 0 to 60 in like five or six seconds. And it's a mini-sized SUV. And I was thinking about getting that car. And it's also a plug-in hybrid. Mm-hmm. But it looks way better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. But, I'm the, sure. but look, see that? And then that's the thing I'm saying. It's like you liked something. I didn't like it. Yeah. However, you got it. You're happy with it. And I'm happy for you. Yeah. That's thanks. all that it is. And, and we still hang out all the yeah, time. Yeah. And you know, you know, like despite him trying to change my mind, I still stood my ground. He was literally trying to convince me. He was like, yeah, but there's so many other great cars out there than the than the Ionic. And I'm like, yeah, but that's the one I like, David. It's the and one that's that the feels one most you at should home. Get, dude. Yeah. And that's what he said. That's the one you should yeah. get. dude. But legit, though, trying to get that car was just so frustrating. The aftermath of it, okay? So so I've been looking since like last January, right? And I didn't get this car until April. And I've been looking at all the official like Hyundai websites to see like, hey, where's this car? Where's this car? Specifically plug-in because they come in all electric and they also come in as just a regular hybrid. And I was trying to look for the plug-in in blue with the trim that I wanted, right? And it was just so hard to find because every time they came in with a new shipment, it would just go within a week. Yeah. Like, that's how fast it was. And, like, I think people were just trying to get it in time before, like, the, the rebate budget would, like, mm-hmm. change, right? And so— Because it was, like, 7500 versus, like, 3500 yeah. a month. Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, so I found the car, and su- surprisingly, it was through car gurus, actually. Like, it wasn't even on any Hyundai official website. And I was like, oh, that's very interesting. I found my car through Kagaru. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it was just, like, it was sitting on this lot for a while. And it wasn't used or anything. It was new. But then, like, I feel like Kagaru's is pretty much updated with, like, what the official website inventory is. And it wasn't even on the official website. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, but the car is here. And I um, sent a message to them. And they're like, hey, do you have this car? Um, available on your lot and they're like yeah we still have it you can come by and test drive it and I was like oh my god I'm so excited my blue car is in here <laughs> right and so like I was I was really hyped for it and I think like these go for like MSRP is like about 3500 or something and I was able to get it 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, thirty-five thousand. Yeah. And I was able to get it at uh, thirty-two thousand out the door. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, my boyfriend's mom helped me kind of negotiate them for that. Yeah. yeah. And so they're like, "Cool, you're the new owner of this car." I'm like, "Fantastic, great, right?" And I decided to purchase it because I felt like this was going to be something long term, and and it it just felt like home. So I didn't feel like there was any other car that I would be necessarily interested in for yeah. the future. Yeah. And so. You know how they, they tell you, it's like, okay, so here's your temporary license plate um, in about three months or give it the DMV 90 days for you to send your plates, right? About two weeks before the 90 days were up, I was just like, I didn't, haven't even received my plates. And during that time of those three months, my boyfriend's mom got a, a like, she leased a car and she got her plates in already within that time. And I was yeah. like, what the hell? Like, where are my plates, right? And so... The plates end up kind of expiring. My temporary plates end up expiring. I called the dealership and I'll, no, sorry, I called the DMV first, and the DMV was like, "Huh, it's strange. It says that there was nothing submitted for your car." And I was like, "What?" So then I called the DMV, and the DMV was like, "Yeah, um, it seems like we submitted the paperwork, but we're not quite sure what's happening. Uh, let let, let me call you back, right?" After a week, nothing, right? And I was like, "What the hell?" So then, like. After another week comes by, I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to call them again, right? And be like, because hey, I've been trying to text somebody and then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're trying to figure it out. We're trying to get in touch with DMV lady because I guess like she only comes like once every two weeks or so or whatever to like file all their paperwork. Yeah. And so so I was like, okay, fine. That's fine, right? Like just keep me updated. But nobody was keeping me updated on any of these things. And I get it. You know, they're busy with day to day trying to make sales and whatnot. But it was just like, come on, dude, this is an issue. You have yeah. a customer that do not have their plates and their temporary license plate has expired. Yeah. What is that going to fucking say about your dealership? Yeah. Right. And so I get a, um, I get a hold of the DMV lady and she told me the update. She's like, so it looks like somebody registered this car. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, um, somebody registered this car and it's under a guy named Matt. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, who yeah. the fuck is Matt? And they're like, yeah, like, we're not quite sure because like, so I guess like the dealership was fairly new right and they bought it off from a previous dealership and so in that previous dealership they probably made a deal with this guy named matt who was interested in a car of that or something similar of it and whoever the sales guy is accidentally wrote the wrong vin number yeah yeah. however yeah. you accidentally write it right and then like filed it and like they had like he has a pink slip for it and whatnot right and so she's like yeah we're, we've been trying to get a hold of this guy named matt to um sign off the rights and permissions that he's never driven it off the lot and he doesn't own this car right and I was like, how did this even happen? You like, am I even the first time owner? Because there's a lot of benefits to being a first time owner for that car. Yeah. And so I was like, am I even the first time owner? Or is this guy named Matt going to be on this thing? And she's like, rest assured you're the first time owner. I was like, am I? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then at this point, like I was already pretty frustrated because I was being ghosted by several different managers to try to help me out with the situation. And she was like the first one to call and kind of like help me out about it. Right. But then I was just like, I was so out of words. I was like, okay, so this guy named Matt, apparently is registered to this car. So what can I, like, how long have you guys found out? And then they were like, well, we found out 60 days in after you purchased the car. And I was like, and you couldn't have told me what's up. Yeah. You know, like if you had communicated with me that, hey, this is an issue, but we're working on it. Let's uh, reassign you some new temporary plates so you don't have to worry about it. I would have been fine. Yeah. But the fact that they found out 60 days within of me purchasing the car and me waiting for my plates, they're just like, oh, we're just now working on it to try to find Matt, you know? And I'm like, no, that's bullshit. It's like, yeah. I, I don't believe in the coincidence that, oh, I just so happened to call you guys and you guys just so happened to start working on it. I was like, no, no, no. You know, like, you guys probably forgot about it. And 
once I started screaming at you guys, you yeah. guys started working on it. And so she was like, yeah, we're, we're trying to get a hold of him. And I was like, okay, fine, right? And so it, like months go by, like literally like months. And, and I'm trying to figure out an update. I was like, okay, so am I going to get a temporary permit? Can, when can I get a temporary permit? Like, because my current permits are expired. Do I need to rent a car? Like, what, what do I need to do? Because pretty much I'm driving this car illegally, Yeah. right? And then they're like, oh, just, just wait a week, just wait a week. Your temporary permit is going to come in. And then again, another two weeks, like, like I, I check up with them like very like weekly mm-hmm. and like they're like, oh, yeah, just wait until next week. Just wait until next week. And then two weeks after the whole thing is when I got a temporary permit. And as soon as I got a temporary permit, I was like asking the guy I was like, hey, so uh, I was asking this manager who started to like who actually came on and helped me out on this. Because, again, there were several managers that decided to ghost me. And like every time I called the dealership, I was like, hey, can I speak to a manager? Like, oh, hold on, please. They'll forward me to a sales guy. And I'm like are you a manager? They're like, no. I was like, can I speak to a manager? Sure. They put me on hold and then they hang up on me. And like, it happened several times. And I was like, look, I'm not trying to get money out of you guys. What's really frustrating is that I just genuinely need help and I need an update and I need to know what's going on. But the fact that you guys keep ignoring me doesn't help the fact. And now I'm angry. Yeah. Now I'm angry. Like yeah. you, you took someone who was very calm, someone who was very reasonable, who was very patient and waiting for your call. Now you made me angry. Yeah. And so literally five months yeah oh my god it was like five months but anyways so i got the temporary permit right and this manager was like super helpful he was like really helping me out he was like yeah i'm so sorry like this is something that like rarely happens and like we're, we're not quite sure like why why this hiccup happened but we're, we're working hard on getting it right like like finance department everybody in this whole dealership had no idea how this happened right yeah. and i was like it's fine. Just I just need to know when my plates are going to come in, right? And then he handed me over my temporary permits. And I was like, so is it like on the way? Is Are things being processed? And he was like, well, they wouldn't have given like given me this permit if it wasn't. And I was like, cool. And so, so then I go outside with him so I can tape on my temporary permit. And I was like, look, man, like, you know, all of this frustration, like absolutely was not worth it like all this worry and frustration and it was just like this anxiety of like where are my plates can I still get my rebates am I still first-time owner like none of all those thoughts like were worth it because I remember when I purchased this car I was like cool after I signed my 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 name on these papers do you need anything else for me they're like nope we'll take care of everything else for you send the papers to DMV and then this car should be yours and bada bing bada boom right None of that, right? And I told him, like, you guys provided me a service that I didn't have to worry about. All I had to do was sign the papers and be happy with this car. But all I was left with just the stress and frustration. And so the guy was like, so then I told him, it's like, so what can you do for me? Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. Right? And then so the guy was like, I can get you free gas. And I was like, I already got gas. What else? And then he was like, I, uh, uh, how about like an oil change? Maybe we can get your oil change, like a, uh, maybe like a car detail or something. And I was like, okay, that's a little better. And then he was like, okay, will you tape on this permit? And then I'll go inside and write that up for you. Right. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Right. And at this point I was like, damn dude, like I never felt like I've ever stood up for myself until that moment. Right. Yeah. And so then I tape up the permit and I walk in and he prints out this little sheet and he was like, okay, so right here I have one, uh, free oil change, uh, one car detail, and a tire rotation, right? And and then I was like, cool, make that too. Yeah. And the guy was like, uh, 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 and I was like, 
I'll be a happy camper if you make it too. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, okay. Yeah. And so he retypes it and he makes it too. And then he was like, so you have two free oil changes, uh, car details, and tire rotations. And I was like, great. And about that free gas. And he was like, everybody knows who you are in this dealership. Every yeah. time you come here, you can get free gas. And I was like, perfect. That's great. Yeah. And I was like, after that, I was like, oh, like the inside Julia was like, oh my God, did you actually pull that shit off? It's like, oh, because normally I would never be able to have the fucking guts to do that shit. But I think I was just so pissed that I was like, I need something from this because none of this was worth it. Yeah. None of this was worth it. And I was like, to to be ignored and to not be acknowledged and then to to just be strung along for five months after the fact. So it literally took me eight months to get my plates. Did it feel good after you won? Fuck yeah. That shit took so long though. That fucking sucks. It it's fucking sucks. Even when I got my car, right? Like, number one, I leased this forerunner and I leased it. It's like um, it's a forerunner venture, you know, got a whole all the whole shebang on it, right? It's like fifty k, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, by the way, half the price of what my Tesla was. So I was like, makes me happy. Right now, for the lease, the price that I got, I could have got way cheaper. But the problem with that is, I would have to stay at that dealership and haggle with them, mm-hmm. right? But you know, I traded in the car, put like very minimal money down on it, and then I'm paying like seven forty a month or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for a fifty k car. Definitely, I could have got that down to like six seventy or six forty or something like that. Maybe like eighty dollars less. But the problem with that is, I have to sit there and they'll they'll do the thing where they go, "I can't do it, my manager man. What's the number that I?" Can? I'm like, "Bro," because they first gave me a ridiculous number, right? And I'm right. like, "Clearly, that's not the right number, dude. You're fucking lying to me." In my head, and I'm like, "Well, this is the number that I want to pay. I want to pay seven fifteen, right?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Well, I don't know if I could do that." I was like, "Come on." I was like, "You can do it. I just want to go home." Like just give it, just <laughs> give it to me. You know what I mean? And I was like, and that's by, that by the way is a great deal for them because I could get it for somewhere else for like six hundred something, right. right? But then you know fifty dollars, seven eighty dollars to me is really not much money. So I don't really care. I just needed to get the car and get out. Mm-hmm. But the guy was like, it's, it's so funny because they always have like these car salesman tactics. Because he goes on the on the forerunner adventure. I do my research on the car before. He goes, well, let me see if I could get that 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 rack. If you could walk away with that too, I was like, of course I can because that venture comes with the rack. So I know that it comes with it. <laughs> He's just trying to pull all these sales exactly. moves he on goes, you. Let me, he, was like, he goes, oh, I don't think so. I was like, bro, that's the reason why it's called the venture because it's ready for rock climbing and the rack is there. That's why it's on there. You're not giving it to me for free. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, he's just sitting there and just like, I told, I was like, look, I'm an easy customer. I'm not broke out of my mind. I don't need a haggle and that extra 50 or $80. Like I can get this down lower or I can go somewhere else. Just give it to me for this price. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dude, like what, 750, whatever, 750 or whatever, 740 or whatever. Just give it to me for this price. And then we'll walk out. He goes, I don't know if I, I was like, you can do it. Just go back, get it done so I can walk out of here. Yeah. And I was out there in like an hour. <laughs> I was like, because ah, like it's boss. like, well, it's because it's going to take what? Another like six hours of my life to get it for $70 less a month. I know that's a lot to other people, but then it's a tax write off for me. Yeah. And then like for me, it's just not worth the time. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, I, whatever, just give it to me. Right. Cause I'm pretty sure somebody else would have taken it for that from like 680 to to 750 i'm like whatever it's, it's it's nominal just give it to me dude right. so i just walked out with it like that because because i bought a car a couple of times like i know what it takes to get the lower price right but then i would have to walk out come back three days later come back for it and they'll be like here here's the car i'm like i don't got time for this to save 70 bucks a month like fuck it just give it to me yeah right i'll just i'll just deal with it i'll go i don't know i'll go suck some dick i'll make more money i'll figure it out <laughs> But yeah. car dealerships are hard to deal with. That's why I like people like Tesla. Tesla, there's no haggling. Right. You you know what the price is. You walk with that. There's no haggling. That's the price. You order it and you get your car. Right. You know. Yeah. But dealerships are like that. Dude, I, it's just it's just so different for me because I just felt like 
it wasn't a, a very normal circumstance. It yeah. was just like a freak accident. And I just felt like for someone who was involved in something of a freak accident, why why isn't anyone trying to help me figure it out? And yeah. then they're like, oh, you know, but we're, we're, we are trying to figure it out, but we don't want to like tell you an answer quite yet because like we're not sure yet. And I was like, I don't care. Just give me an update of like, hey, any updates on this? Like, no, we're still waiting. Cool. You know, yeah. versus like, leave me in the dark for like one to two weeks and then just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're still trying to figure it out. I'm like, no, yeah. you forgot. Yeah. And if I don't fucking give you constant reminders, you're going to keep forgetting. Yeah. And so they sent the plates over to the dealership because if the DMV sent, I don't know, whatever bullshit, if they sent it over to my house, it's going to take a lot longer. Right. Yeah. So they expedited it over to the dealership. I go to the dealership and then they're like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put the license plates on. And then like, here's, here's all your paperwork. Like everything's pretty much settled. And I was like, cool. So the car is mine. And they're like, yes, you are the, you are the first time owner of this car. Like this is, this is all yours. And I was like, finally, thank you so much for helping me. Now, can I get that free gas? (laughs) And then the, and then the manager was like, and I was like, you told me that every time I come to this dealership and everybody knows here who I am that I will get free gas anytime I come here. And then he was like, yeah, uh, can I get a gas card somewhere? (laughs) And then like, they just filled it up for me. I'm like, thank you. Because I just wanted to see if they were actually going to stick to their word. And they did. So yeah, don't let anyone take advantage of you on this shit. So so it was also like the first time you really kind of stuck through like sticking up for yourself. Yeah. That must have felt good. It was was so good, David. Because I was like, I never knew I had it in me. And like, I never really practiced it very much. But then everybody around me was like, wow, you did that? I was like, fuck yeah, I did. And they're like, good job. That's so funny because like, I'm so lazy now. Like, I don't do that shit anymore. I'm just like, ugh. How, how are we going to figure this shit out? You know what I mean? Because right. I think like sometimes too, like I get overzealous with that shit. And that's mm-hmm. why even at that dealership, like I could have sat there and be like, yo, shut the fuck up, bro. Just give me the fucking car for six, 680 right. or 650 or whatever, you right. know? But then it's like, I'm so, I'm just like, oh, whatever, dude. It's like, just, just let me walk out of here right now. Yeah. Now, now I'm thinking about it too. It's like, maybe I should just got it for 680, dude. I mean, you should have. I would say you should have. I mean, you, you would have definitely saved a, a couple of dollars, yeah, even though it's a bright I would have lost like five fucking days, though, out of my life. It's like, do I really want to lose five fucking days oh. out of my life? Because I have to go out, go find other prices, tell them, like, well, this place is going to give it to me for this. Also, yeah. the, the, the forerunner that I got, there's not a lot of them. Yeah. So if somebody comes and they take it, yeah. Then I then I have to wait for another one, right? Because the mm-hmm. Forerunner Venture right now, it, there's not too many in the area. There's like maybe four or five, and there's the, the only one I wanted was silver. Mm-hmm. So there was a black one that was available. I didn't want an all black all black car because I had an all black car before. Right? Because it's they have it has black trim on it, so you wouldn't be able to see the contrast. So I was like, right. fuck it, I don't want that one. Yeah. And this one also had like the sunroof and the upgraded suspension. So I was like, okay, whatever, just give this one to me. Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like. That's a little bit more straightforward. I feel like I was more in the dark because a guy named Matt apparently owns this car that yeah, I'm Your situation off. fucking sucked, dude. Yeah, I was like, I've, what's happening here? I was, that was pretty fucking terrible. I hate yeah. shit like that, dude. Yeah. It's hard, too, sometimes, like, when, you know, when I, I think, too, like, the biggest issue with that is the reason why it's frustrating is just it's not so much that the thing that happened. It's more that you were just kind of being pushed aside and ignored. And yes. it's like, hope, hopefully you'll go away or something. It's yeah. like, hold on. Like, I need this shit. Where the fuck is this thing at? You know? Exactly. And, and like, I've had receipts and, like, I've had a history where it's like I am patiently waiting. Like, I literally give them, like, a week to two weeks to try to get back to me on their own time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, once the third week hits, I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. yeah, this is too long. Yeah. yeah, it's just too much. Well, look at you. 
Thanks. I stood up for myself, David. You think before you would have never done that? I don't think so. I think I've been like, oh, okay. I guess like they are doing whatever they could. But then I just had a feeling that they were legit ignoring me though. Yeah. Because every time I called, they're like, oh, what is the situation about? And I was like, bull fucking shit. Everyone knows my fucking ass problem. You know, because they're like, oh yeah, what? Like, oh, let me look into it. Yeah, I promise I'll call you back. And then they never call me back. So to me, I'm like, that is just very shitty customer service. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking, what is going on with my car? Yeah. That's all I'm asking. I'm not saying, hey, give me money because you guys fucked up. It's more of like. She's been like, you know who the fuck I am? I'm Julia Chow, dude. <laughs> I know. You, know, you I, see my following? I'm going to put you guys on fucking blast right now. Fuck. Hyundai of that. fucking uh, Roland Heights, you stupid sons of bitch. I don't know where they're at. Dude, I mean, like, I've, I've thought about it. Yeah. I, I've sincerely thought about it. But also at the same time, I was like, oh. That's just too much hate to hold on to. Like, I don't know if I can. I can. Where are they at? (laughs) (laughs) You let me know where that fucking business is at. Yeah, yeah. But that sucks, though. And it's sometimes hard, like, I think when um, when you're, like, in a customer service, like, area and you don't get that service, it's very difficult. Right. It's just like, oh, God, dude. Like, especially because, you know, sometimes... People say stuff like, well, you don't know what it's like to be on this side. It's like, yeah, dude, I worked at customer service. Yeah, same. I I fucking sold tuxedos to some of the most grouchy, grumpy human fucking beings on earth. Mm -hmm. And the only time I've ever said something bad to somebody is if they fucking were yelling at me or cursing at me for some shit that was out of my control. And I tried my best and then I would get a little pissed. But other than that, like I would never ignore somebody's problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would try to make sure I would follow up if there were any issues. But a lot of people just don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, customer service is a hard job, man. Have you worked in? Have you worked in? What, what did you work at before JK stuff? I worked at a restaurant. Ooh, yeah, remember? Oh, that's right. You my worked at the tips, the yeah. steakhouse for a bunch of Korean people, right? Yeah, yeah it must have been difficult. Huh? Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was quite difficult. It was quite difficult, but um, there was a time where I wasn't working for them because I wanted to focus on my portfolio in college, and I just remember my manager was like, "No, no, 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 no." No, please stay. Please stay. Like, mm. I, I need you at least, like, I, I need you for the weekend. S- Saturday, like, fr- Friday and Saturday. I need you Friday and Saturday. And I was like, ah, I can't. Like, my project, like, th- these projects take a long time. Yeah. You know, because if each class is three hours and you go to class, like, two times a day, that's six mm. hours a week, right? So imagine, like, how much more time you need to spend onto your project and your homework, right? So I was like, oh, no, I, I kind of need that time. And then she's like, just one day. I just need you for one day. And I'm like, yeah. mm. I don't know. I, it's like she's like, I just need you for Saturday. Just come Saturday. I'm like, I don't know, Mrs. Kim. And she was like, I'll make you dopoki every time you come. And I'm like, <laughs> sold. <laughs> it's like it's like I will do for dopoki and coming once a week. That's so fucking funny, dude. Yeah, dude. She bribed me with food. She knew. And you got that once a week every yeah, time? That's once a week, every single time. Fucking hilarious, dude. Out of all the things, you didn't even ask for more pay. You just nope. got paid food. Yeah, I want a dopoki. You're so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> Why did you ask for more money? I don't know. Because I'm dumb, David. I've been like, yeah, I can. But then like, I don't know. Like, I think I need to get paid an extra couple bucks an hour. See, Julia was dumb then, okay? Yeah. All Julia wanted was just food. <laughs> oh, my God. So you worked there one day a week? Yeah, I worked there one day a week as, as a cashier. Oh. Yeah. And then eventually I was moved up to a waitress well I was really excited because like I really wanted to be a busser mm. because I kind of like doing physical work and so like I would every time I would see the manager like hey put me as a busser put me as a busser man you need you need more holiday people put me as a busser yeah. like so and so can do cashier I, I can be a busser I, yeah. I can be a good busser right and so they gave me a shot and they put me as a busser and it was like the funnest time I've ever had and then um, later a manager came up to me and was like hey I need you to be a waitress and I was mm. like what it's like 
I'm living my buster dreams. Oh my god, dude, you have such low dreams, dude. <laughs> and then, and Hilarious. Then, and then he was like, "Yeah, but you know, you've been working here for a while, and um, there's other people here that want to become like a waiter, but I don't think like they're suitable for the job, or I think you know they're they're a little too new, and people who have seniority kind of feel entitled to being like a, a waiter." And I was like, "Uh huh." And I was like, yeah, and so give it to them. You know, they want it. And they're like, yeah, but, you know, everybody gets along with you. And and you've been here for a while and people respect you. So, like, if you move up, you know, because you're from a cashier to to a busboy, if if you move up from busboy to waitress, like, no one's going to give me shit for it. And I was like... But but what about my bus of dreams? Oh, my God. (laughs) And then then he was like, please, please. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it for you. And so, like, I became a waitress and then people had, like, nothing else to say. There's no shit to be said. And, Mm -hmm. like, they're being nice to me and whatnot. And I was like, I guess it was cool because I did get an opportunity on learning how to be a waitress and what the protocol is. And that was fine, too. And I made more money. So, like, in the end, it worked out. But I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I really enjoyed busing. I really enjoyed busing, David. That's weird. (laughs) What the fuck? I don't know. And I bet you didn't even ask for more money if you did become a waitress, did you? Well, I mean, he told me that it would be more pay. Yeah, but you'd have been like, what type of pay? And then you should have been like, that's not enough. Like, I enjoy busing, dude. That's my shit. (laughs) I mean, like, if you want, I guess I could do it for this price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was very, I was very um, still in that bubble because I I never really negotiated anything in that point in my life. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like that too, though. Like, yeah. I hate negotiating. It's so annoying. That's why I usually yeah. do things over the phone. Right. But, you know, my car was dying. So I was like, I need to get a car today. <laughs> like, I had to get a car. It's like, a very nice car. Yeah, I mean, I also couldn't, like, drive to my drive to San Diego to see my brother or something right. like that. Or if I wanted to go on trips, I couldn't do that either. So it was just like that car was holding me back. So, like, the other day, it – so. Damn, David, you know what? You should have just called me up because I still got a Corolla around. You oh, know? fuck that Corolla, should, right? Hey, still can't. hey, it would have done you – Enough I time, don't fit in a Corolla. Enough time for you to get the car of your dreams, David. I don't fit in a Corolla, Julia. All right? It's just too small. And then I... It's funny because like I... Didn't you used to drive a Corolla or was it a Camry? No, I had a Camry. That was oh. the smallest car I've ever had was a Camry. I see. And Camry's then, a little bigger than yeah, Corolla. Yeah, it's pretty big. That, that, that year specifically, the Camry was huge. Yeah. Um, but just recently too, so I was at... Um, so Tim and I went to go eat dinner yeah. uh, or, or lunch, I'm sorry, at this uh, Japanese restaurant out in Torrance. They asked us to come do some social media stuff. Mm-hmm, so we did. Mm-hmm. Um, my car dies, right? Battery? And the or? battery craps out. And so I, it had to get jumped. But the fucking funny thing was, so Tim and I, you know, we don't know much about cars. We're not really handy dudes, <laughs> right? But I do know how to jump a car. That's like my shit. That's okay, why I had great. jumper cables in my car because my battery has died multiple times before. Good. And I just replaced this battery not too long ago. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. But I think what happened was Tim fucking jumped down and scared me while I was parking my car. So I left the lights on. So, <gasps> oh. but my, and so, and I was blasting music. So when I came out, I didn't really hear the beeping, letting me know that the lights are on. But you know, with these, I had a newer car before, so I didn't need to worry about that. You just mm-hmm. had it on an auto setting and the lights turn off by itself. Mm-hmm. So I came out the car, we were fucking around, joking around, whatever, whatnot, had a great, great uh, lunch, mm-hmm. come back, car's fucking dead in this parking lot, pissed off. I'm like, fuck, because just the night before I was at Barton, Barton Geo's house watching the fight mm-hmm. and then my car died at their house. And so, so apparently with really? my car, I don't know what the issue is, but if it gets, if it gets, if the weather goes like below 50 degrees, oh. my car won't start. Mm, just yeah. fucked. 
And I was like, this car is so fucking old. If it's below 50 degrees, the car just won't work. And so by the grace of God, like 15 minutes later, after trying to start it like a gajillion times, it finally started. Yeah. And so even in the- It's probably warmed up. (laughs) Exactly. And then in the morning um, after that, I was, uh, not after that, it was the the Monday I was going to go train. Apparently it was too cold in the morning. I couldn't start my car. I was like, fuck this car at this point, right? Because I've put so much money into fixing mm-hmm. it. But at, at the at the, um, at the the parking lot, luckily enough, so Tim had his car. He didn't leave yet. But apparently yeah. in these new cars, the battery of a car is actually in the trunk of it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So in, in, like if you get an Audi A4, like the new ones, mm-hmm. the, the, the battery doesn't fucking work. Mm-hmm. It, it's not in the front. It's in the trunk. And so we tried to jump, jump it like that. It didn't work. But do you know a girl named Soy? Yes. So she's she's a, cool. She's a foodie, she's, right? She's she's another blue hair sister out there. Yeah, I don't think she has blue hair anymore. You suck. So anyways, oh wow, I was just kidding. Rude. But uh, she. Uh, are, you're so you're attacking us, David, the blue hair people. Yes, yes, and you can all go die. Fuck so, off. <laughs> so we um. She was there. Yeah. Luckily. And it's so funny. Soy too. She goes, I can help you jump your car. I was like, cool. She goes, uh, David, I don't know anything about cars. How do I open the hood? I was like, thanks, Soy. So she doesn't know anything about cars. So I, you know, popped the hood. I set it up. She goes, okay, what do I do? I was like, you turn on your car. And, and then gas we, it a little bit. And then you gas a little bit. And, and, I, and I jumped my car and thank God I was out. But that was like my last straw. I was yeah. like, I fixed this car so many fucking times. It's left me stranded. I want to go camping. I can't go camping in this car because I think I'm going to die if I mm-hmm. take it. So I finally just gave it up. And now, and it was hard for me because I love that car, dude. Right. I've loved that car since I, I've wanted that car since like late high school, early, early college. I loved Honda Elements. I remember so many people in JK were giving you shit yeah, <laughs> for, for, for the Honda Element. Too bad they were fucking taking naps in that bitch. But it was so strange because you had a Tesla and then all of a sudden you get into a Honda Element. Even now, like I, I got this Forerunner. Yeah. I hate paying like 700 bucks for it. You know what I mean? A month just mm-hmm. because I don't like spending money like that. It's not mm-hmm. my thing. But mm-hmm. I had to think about a couple of things. The reason why I got the car. Um Number one, it's not going to break down. Number two, Toyotas are really reliable. Yes. Uh, number three, it's very safe. Uh, also on top of that too, like when my parents come to town or, you know, if we all want a carpool, I can't, I can never help out because mm-hmm. my Honda Element was a fucking piece of shit and the back seats were super uncomfortable. And I think people were scared they're going to die in my car. So <laughs> nobody wanted to drive my car, which was kind of cool. I don't, I don't have to be the one driving, but then when my parents come to town, I feel bad that they're in this shitty ass car mm, or like for Mariel's parents too. So I was like, okay, it's time to upgrade. And it's not like I can't afford it. You know, so I might as well just get something nice and then use it for a long time. I mean, how long is your lease on that car? And are, are you the type of person that just prefers to lease over purchasing? Uh, I'm, I lease this one because I don't know if I want to keep it. Mm. But if I do, I mean, obviously, you know, if you finance it, it'll be better over long time. It'll be cheaper. But if I lease it, at least it gives me the option to keep it or not. Because mm. I don't know if I want to go full electric later. Oh, so I if I like the car, it's great. Then I might keep it around. And then just finance and then get a truck. Or if I just don't like it at all, I'm just like, this wastes too much gas. And they have better SUV electric options. Mm-hmm. Then I'm just going to return the lease and then I'm just get a... You know, uh, you know, I hear that Hyundai is coming out with some SUVs that are all, all electric. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you love that Ionic, dude. I love it. Oh, I you love would get it, it so in much. blue. Legit. Like, I, I sat in it. Like, I tried out so many other different cars. You know, I tried out um, the Honda Civic, which which wasn't bad. I just hated, I don't know, maybe I'm too old school, but I kind of like the analog buttons of, like, turning the volume or turning oh, no, down so do the I. volume. But I just hate how they have this new touchscreen feature where you just got to, like, tap on it. 
to yeah, like but make this, you have it on your wheel too. I think. Yeah, I, I know. Think, I think that's why people have been okay with it because you have the wheel turn thing. Yeah, but that's not. But no. that's why I like the Forerunner as well. Mm-hmm. Like they have like these good hard buttons yes. for the like for like for example. This is the one hard thing for me, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, climate control that I have to touch through a screen. Yeah, I prefer a knob where I could just go, like yes. that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's why I went for the Forerunner because uh, I was going to go for a Jeep Grand Cherokee, which was a car I had before. Mm-hmm. But everything has to be done to the screen. Mm-hmm. The, the the Toyota has all these analog buttons and yeah, I yeah, like yeah. it. I love I, it. I like analog. I like yeah. analog. So like the Clarity was cool. It was a nice drive. Like I love the feel of it. and and But I just didn't like the, the touch volume button. And I'm like, mm, that's like well, a really They don't have knobs one. on the Clarity? No. Oh, no, no, no. That that was the Civic Clarity. Yeah. Oh, Clarity! I have a different I have a different opinion about that Clarity. I don't like at all. It's I feel like pretty it's pretty. Big sh- car. It's it's a big car, but I don't like the functionality of it because Why? if you open the trunk, um, they it, there's this weird square box that's just right in the middle of it, and you can't move it or anything, and it's just basically where the battery is. Oh, the battery is back there, so you you compromise your trunk space, but then they give you a frunk, and I'm like, I don't want a fucking frunk. I want a full on functioning trunk. <laughs> also, that car is probably one of the ugliest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I didn't like it the makes color sure choices. Ionic look like a Ferrari. Yeah, I, I didn't like the color choices, and then they had this beam in the back. That served no function. Like it didn't move with anything. It just stayed there. And mm. I'm like, I don't even know why it's here. And I don't know if it's like for support, but either way, didn't like the clarity. Civic was decent. Uh, the fit, I felt like I, I was probably going to die in it. It's it, really small. It's, kind of it's small. It was light. But I mean, I love the functionality of it. You probably would have liked the HRV, the Honda HRV. Yeah, but I didn't want that big of a car, though. Mm. Yeah, I didn't want that big of a car. And then HRV is not that big, though. It's tiny. It's, it was way tinier than a CRV. I don't know. It's 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 kind of like a crossover, right? Well, no, like a small kind of. SUV. It's really small though. That's why I didn't get it. It was too small for me. It was fucking tiny. Yeah, for you, but for me, I feel like it's so no. It's big. A, it's roughly about the same size as your car, just a little higher. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I yeah. Way, but it doesn't get fifty-two miles per gallon though. Yeah. See, I, I so the categories I wanted in my car is that I wanted a hybrid, and then if it was a plug-in hybrid, that's even better. Um, now I know like people are probably going to be asking me like, well, why not a Prius? Look, maybe my ego is a little too big on this, but I did not want to be associated with Prius drivers. I'm really sorry, guys. Like oh, really? you guys, you guys are like terrible drivers. It's okay if they are. They could just run into my forum and kill them all. <laughs> I mean, like, I think Priuses are a great car. Great car. Fucking love it. I, I love I love everything about it. I just don't like the drivers in it. And like I think for me it's like I don't want to be associated with that. I'm sorry, man. I'm Look sorry. Look, how dare you? You have I'm any idea sorry. how oppressed? Prius drivers are they are a group that needs to be heard the Mm. fact that you even fucking said that I you know what you know what it's all about the fucking Ionics because you know why they're the Korean version of the Prius (laughs) oh my god (laughs) you're the Prius hater dude (laughs) how dare you oppress the Prius driving group out there they should fucking kill you for that shit but look I I will admit though Prius is a great car I just I I mean there I've met a lot of Prius drivers that are really cool Mm. but it's just the ones that I meet on the road I I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't like them. I don't like them. Maybe they just don't like Ionic drivers, dude. How about yeah. that? But huh? you know what? You know what? Who who else drives very similarly to people who drive Priuses who? are BMW drivers. Too. That's what everybody says. Yeah. I just think it's just because there's a lot of Prius and BMWs out here. That's why. Maybe. So it might be a ratio thing. It could be. I drive slow in my fucking forerunner now because I'm afraid <laughs> I'm gonna kill somebody at that thing. Because <laughs> it's so, pretty big. You're pretty like high up there. Too. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm looking at. It. I'm scared for other people on the road. Like my Honda Element, I didn't give a fuck. I would drive fast in that bitch. <laughs> I would just 
whatever with it because I didn't yeah. care about it. Yeah. But this thing is so sturdy and big. I'm scared. People always drive around me now. Yeah. Because I drove faster in my Honda Element. And people mm-hmm. are just, you, even today, you could just see people go around me. Like, look at this. Fuck this 80-year-old Asian guy. And I mean, listen, I could kill you if I wanted to in this car. Yeah. Be quiet. You know, I, I feel, I think I get frustrated when I see trucks like pickup trucks on the road and and i get why they leave so much space in front of them it's because like they're a bigger car and they weigh heavier so like it takes longer for them to break 100 you know like and i understand that i understand that but i think like before when my brain couldn't understand that i'm like why why have so much space in front of you why (laughs) because julia you need to be a car length away from other cars you fucking tailgating yeah but they're just like five car lengths away and i'm like i don't get it you're I don't a ta- you're get a tailgator, it. dude. That's I'm, who you are, dude. You're I'm such not a tailgator. tailgator. No, I'm not. You probably like Meryl. You probably drive like a fucking maniac, dude. <laughs> Meryl is so fucking funny. One time she was driving me around, uh-huh. and then like she was just like, "Oh shoot, did I did I miss this turn?" And like I just remember like she would she would break really hard and she would like speak in Korean to herself of like, <laughs> "What? What? What just happened? Wait." Was he supposed to go there? And I was like, "That's what I go through every day, <laughs> and I am so scared." I love her. That's why she is never allowed to drive. You better invite me to your wedding. Hey, come through. You better invite me to your wedding because I witnessed the beginnings. You should. I mean, here's that's the funny thing too because now we're working on the wedding list. It's yeah. like it depends on who gets invited only because of how small I think that Mariel wants the wedding to be. Right. So I think like the one that everybody has to be invited to is going to be the party because I have to decide who wants to go to the boring one and who wants to go to the fun one because uh-huh. the boring one is mainly going to be old people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think everybody's going to get invited to the party one instead mm-hmm. because I think for her, she wants to do it really, really small. And then I want to have a fun party. Mm-hmm. So everybody, probably everybody in JK, you're going to have to go to the party one because you're not going to want to come to the wedding because that's, that's just going to be boring as fuck. As long as I'm a part of it somehow, I'm cool with oh, it. Oh, you will be. It's yeah. going to be super fun and we're going to have dope good. ass food because I think that for the food, we're not going to have professional food. It's going to be catered food like, like fucking burgers, tacos and all that shit. I love that. That's how I want it. Yeah, I love yeah. that. How does Mariel think about that? She, she wants work? that. Mm. Like she wants it. She wants she wants everything to be inexpensive, which I love because I don't want to spend. But either way, no matter how inexpensive it is, it's going to cost like 40, 50 grand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which I, that's why I was so apprehensive of buying the car. But it's like I could have got a cheaper car. But at the same time, it's like, well, I might as well just have something that I like. Yeah, of course. And then and, and I'm not spending much on gas because I really don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Except for like I'm going to take the, the, the forerunner to go camping and stuff. And that's when I'm going to spend gas. Well, you know, the, the Corolla that I have, you know, they oh, it takes God 30 damn miles Oh, God your gallon. fucking Corolla, dude. Your Corolla <laughs> is falling apart it the last time I was falling apart, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, physically, it was falling apart. But internally, it was totally cool. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. You got to hear Julia standing up for herself for the first time over some license plates. May not seem like a big deal to you, but it's a big fucking deal to her. Yeah, it is a big deal to me. And also, no dealership is going to push me around That's right, you fucking Korean motherfuckers. You (laughs) Hyundai Kaseki Shibar-nomdri. Anyways, uh, where can they find you? Uh, You can find me on Instagram at xblueapples with a Z. Yeah. At the end. And then uh, my, my YouTube, you know, don't be a stranger. Yeah. And you don't be a stranger to your own YouTube. Yeah. You I motherfucker. I won't be a stranger. Exactly. Well, no more JK party, but you can find her on her personal stuff. And you yeah. can find this podcast on all platforms. We're talking about the iTunes. We're talking about the Spotify and everything mm-hmm. else, man. So if you guys have any questions or comments below, leave it in the, the comment section. And then we'll mm-hmm. see you all next time, bitches. Bye. Bye.